Woody's love magic motion and play tonight. So, my rule for flirting with a baby mama is quite simple. You just say, does your kid need a spanking or do you? Warning. For the next 60 minutes, you will be subjected to strong opinions about life. Listeners of this podcast may experience explosive diarrhea, uncontrollable laughter, and a strong urge to high-five the host in the face with a brick. If you experience any of these symptoms, consult your local physician, magistrate, or priest. Welcome to Sweating Bullets Podcast. Yo, what's going on? Yeah, that was um Doctor Love for you. I'm I'm bad. Okay, dude, I'm gonna have to talk to the boss lady and <laughs> well, the see, jokes have got to stop. Nah, me. I've been married for twenty years, so it's hard for me to flirt with anybody now. I just you I don't be have flirting, that period. Well, I mean, I don't have the ability anymore. Flirting is cheating's ugly cousin. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Nuh-uh. Yes, it is. Let me ask my wife. Tiffany! Is flirting... What would you say? Cheating's ugly cousin? Alright. What do you say? Okay, so... You don't think so? Okay, so... She said to my question, as y'all just heard, is some would say that it is, but she doesn't think so. But You know why she doesn't think so? Because, number one, you're too ugly to flirt. You ain't got no game. And number three, she ain't got shit to worry about. (laughs) 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 Damn. Okay. Well, go fuck yourself. (laughs) I did this morning. Thank you. All right. So, how you been? Let's go ahead and get that out of the way. I don't know. You, you don't ask know. me this every week, and, and it's the, probably the same answer every week. And last week, when I was introducing the guest, you're like, well, would you ask me how I'm doing? Ask me how I'm doing. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, fine. How are you doing? Yeah, and like you totally just ignored me on that part. But I didn't. I was getting to it. I just hadn't gotten to you yet. Mm-hmm. You know, special guest mm-hmm. kind of trumps you in me in most cases, but I've got to bring them in. Bring somebody in. Or you could bring them in next time. I am not. Why is there no ice? <laughs> and my beer. You can have a beer if you'd like, honey. You kiss my ass and flirt with your co-host. I hope y'all hear that. This is my... Hey, wife, would you like to say hey to the listeners of the Sweat and Bullets podcast? No, I think I'm good. She thinks she's good. Okay. In other words, she don't like y'all because y'all take up my time on Monday nights and Tuesday nights because, you know, and then my son thinks it's all gay. He's just jealous. He don't have as many followers as I have. (laughs) And he would be um, a part of Wesley Punk saga on youtube yeah he has a youtube channel trying to be like his papa but he's not as cool (coughs) so you've been yeah whatever okay nobody cares all right we live in america where we have a bunch of dumbasses 
running this country. True. And don't give two shits about us. True. What do you mean? I mean, I get it, but listeners might not get it. Because, you know, we do have people from France and Ireland listening to us for... Yeah, I'm about to think... I'm thinking I might just go to Ireland. I, I would like to. I at least want to visit. I, the hell was that? It's Chewbacca. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I no, thought your Chewbacca. asshole was talking. It does sometimes. Not that time, though. Anyways... I was going to wait till a little bit later to get into it, but it's about this whole $2 trillion plan, the infrastructure plan that, you know, Biden wants to pass. And what pisses me off is the simple fact that, okay, on paper it sounds great, and I'm for it if it's literally trying to bring jobs back to America. Okay, what I have the problem with is... The other party, just because they're butthurt and they got sticks up their asses, they want to sit there and oppose it. I'm just so sick of this damn two-party system arguing with each other. I agree with that. I'm tired of the two-party system. We're all Americans. You're supposed to be representing all of us. But what about the $2 trillion plan... Do the Republicans, what are they... I haven't read it much into it. I just know a little bit about what I've recently heard about it. But, you know, I think one of the takes is that they're afraid that it's not... Not, not enough is going to where it should be going. That They were mentioning about roads and highways and shit like that. You know, we got the worst road system, I would have to say, in probably all of the free world. Every five feet, you got potholes some damn where. Mm, I don't know. I haven't been in the other country, so I couldn't really well, I'm, say I'm, what I'm, I'm being facetious. Okay? <laughs> what I'm saying is you look at some of these damn cities in the streets in these cities and towns. They haven't been paved in fucking 20 well, years. That would be a city <clears throat> issue, not a No, federal. it's actually a state issue. Right, but not the federal the federal is just where do you states. think where do you think they get most of the money from to do this shit with the streets? Well, our taxes on the vehicles and gas tax and all that shit. Man, they don't pay that shit with that. <laughs> that's what they're supposed. To, that's what it's supposed to be for. You know, when you get the that's what it's supposed by. to be for. Just like the well, money that's raised for the lo- educate or the lottery is supposed to go towards education. Yeah, well. When that you shit have, hardly goes to the education that's system. That's what happens when you have Democrats <clears throat> running the shit. <laughs> it's what happens when you have Democrats or Republicans running the shit. Nah, it was good under um, Macquarie. It was better under Macquarie. Well, you know he's running for U.S. Senate. I do, and I'll vote for him. Him or and or Ivanka Trump. You know what that means. Uh, it might make Cooper decide not to be running Cooper. for governor next time and... Cooper's a blooming idiot, and how he got elected the first time, I know, we know how, because of the bathroom ordinance. But yeah, but still, that was a s- slim ass margin. Right. Both of them secured fifty percent of the vote. But percentage you, wise, the the second time, I don't see how he got it. But I'm not <coughs> saying that he was cheating. Voter um, fraud. Not going to say that. I will. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, and I'm just saying, again, I come back to the whole 
argument, you cannot tell me that this dumbass... <laughs> Goose Frava. <laughs> you cannot tell me this blooming fucking idiot who barely won the first go round defeats Dan Forrest in a landslide. Democrats cheat. The same person running for governor who was lieutenant governor fought on the same platform and rode on the same issues. Mm-hmm. With the lieutenant governor that was elected, and he's the first black lieutenant governor in North Carolina history. Uh, no, 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 no. North Carolina's southern states that were racist. There's no way. But they voted guy. a black man no, as lieutenant no, governor. No, and just like you know, North Carolina went blue with Obama's first time. Uh, we're too but racist Dan for Dan Forrest that. loses. Hey, I don't get it, but why <laughs> didn't you vote for the white-haired black woman? Who? The other, the lady that was running against Mark Robinson. I didn't know there was anybody other than Mark she Robinson. She was a Democrat. Oh, that's why. I didn't vote a Democrat. Any Democrat. But I'm saying, how well, come she didn't win with Cooper? See, that shit don't make sense to me. see, just like that, though, like, I went straight Republican ticket all the way down the line. Didn't make a shit to me. Just straight Republican. And then the places where there wasn't a Republican running, you had to pick somebody. I was not going to vote a Democrat, so I put other John Reese. So there's two votes for John Reese in there. There's more to come. I'm telling you. <laughs> look, I was going to come here tonight and say, look, this is how this country should be run. And this is how people need to vote. Maybe this is my pitch to run for political office. You never know. Maybe okay. I'll secure some votes. There you go. Maybe a hundred Se- will suffice. Secure your votes. <laughs> Look, it comes down to we need people that understand America comes first. Mm-hmm. Fuck this immigration. No, no, that's nationalism. That's racist. Can't do that. Will you shut up? So oh, I'm finish? sorry. I'm sorry. Fuck this immigration <laughs> fight. Let them in. Give them citizenship. They want to be here. I don't blame them. Fuck if I want to live where they come from. You know, I've, I've got a, a half-assed cure for the southern border issue. Make Mexico America. Like, Mexico and America, combine them together. That way, Mexico now has to pay the taxes that Americans have to pay. They're all citizens now. We ain't got to worry about Mexicans crossing the border. Now we can. In other words, do it like Puerto Rico. I don't know, but now Puerto Rico are citizens, sort of. But they don't. They don't. They don't get to vote though. They vote in the primaries, but not in the main election. They're still citizens, but they still don't get your money to go. So anyway, um, so now we can send in our troops to take care of the cartel and all that shit. Use American troops to get rid of that shit. Then we only have one small border to really deal with that in the. Oceans. Or why don't we just go and kick the shit out of Mexico and take over? Well, I mean, that's sort of what I'm proposing here, but... Oh, you were trying to... I was going to do it, it the, nice. I was going to do it the political way, the nice and neat, you know, hey, won't the y'all just... correct Let's way. Um, just join forces. Oh, you don't want to? Then we'll kick your ass. 
I mean, half of your population is already here in America, so why not? And you're flooding our streets with fucking poison. Mm-hmm. Some are, not all. <laughs> A lot of that shit comes from Mexico, dude. Oh, I know. Marijuana, meth. It's like um, I was watching this uh, documentary on meth in California, and they're like, they're having a, their words were a pandemic in California with meth. And they were saying they could tell the difference between mom-pop meth versus Mexican meth. He said, if you want the good shit, you get the Mexican meth. That is the good shit, grade A, perfect, just great crystal. What about Cletus? He's a small business guy. He's cooking that shit in his toilet, man. Yeah, but he only gets the people that wants, you know, just that ain't got the money for it, that are turning tricks for it. Whereas Mexico, you got to have a little bit more money, but you're getting grade A top choice shit. And it's just infiltrated California to a point where it's a pandemic and they've been fighting this battle for years. And, of course, you've got the um, politics of it all. And that's where a you lot know, of the issues are. It comes down to the one word, politics, yep. in everything we do. I'm so sick of that fucking word. Stop well, playing politics and realize that we have a problem. Well, you see, I thought, you know, I, went, I saw a meme and it got me thinking because it nailed it. You remember Cory Booker, you know, crazy eye potato head guy? Oh, the one who wants reparations? Yeah, yeah, he's one of them that wants reparations. But anyway. Because, you know, apparently he he was a slave. uh, Well, you know. And he's oppressed, by the way. Harris, her family was slave owners, so how's that going to work? Anyways, so he was saying, talking about gun rights and gun ownership and all that shit, that we must have a federal license and ID for gun owners. Okay. Which you already do. Well, then we need a federal license and ID for voting. Exactly. But he says voter ID laws are racist and discriminatory. So, we must, and using their whole analysis for everything, okay, so voter ID laws are racist (coughs) and discriminatory. So, does that mean that black people cannot get guns because they can't get an ID or a license. See, that's what I don't get. That's that's that <laughs> dumbass bullshit logic that comes out of these people's mouths that makes me go I feel like Peanut half the time going <laughs> Nobody can see your expression right now. So. <laughs> what the hell are you thinking? That's Democrat logic for like, you. But they're What the fuck? Well, you see, made I, you come out of your mouth with that... Did you not stop to think about what you were going to say before you said it? Well, you see, I find them saying that black people cannot get IDs or licenses because they're not smart enough to use the, the internet. See, that's jo- the thing. Hold on, Joe Biden's words. They're not able to get to the DMV to get a free ID. It's free. You know, they ain't paying for it. It's free. So, I mean, Joe Biden's words, the Democrats' words, in my opinion, are very racist towards black people. Even though they're saying voter ID laws are racist, no, they're not. And look how many of the Democrats are black Americans, and they're sitting there <laughs> being racist towards their own people. <laughs> what do you have? I mean, 
Why would you vote for these people? <laughs> Who knows? Maybe it's true. Maybe like, I'm, not like I said enough. on a previous podcast, <laughs> I'm just joking. I just... sat there, and as a white American man, I felt offended by hearing Biden say, "If you don't know whether to vote for me or Trump, you ain't black." That shit offended me. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like the whole Georgia voter law, voter ID law shit that they're pushing through right now. Everybody's saying, "Oh, it's racist, racist, racist." They interviewed black people, and they were like, nah, I mean, I've got an ID. You know, you got to have ID to buy cigarettes and beers. I mean, yeah, I've got an ID. It's, it's kind of um, retarded to think that we're not smart enough to use the Internet or to find the DMV. I mean, it's we all know where it is. It's and see, that's the thing. Okay, uh, you look at African-American people or 13 to 15% of the American population, right? Mm-hmm. So... As a whole, that is very small. Especially when you see other minority groups popping up that are surpassing the black community, whether it be Asian cultures or Hispanics. Mm-hmm. You know, they're surpassing those numbers in huge numbers. Right. So it comes down to you're sitting here talking about all your people in your racial makeup or your racial group you sit there and talk about white people using stereotypes and being uh, what's the right word racially uh, what's the right word you know profiling people based on Mm -hmm. race or some shit like that right yeah that's racist but (laughs) you're doing it yourself Mm -hmm. you're grouping in a whole bunch of pretty much all black Americans because you're sitting there saying, okay, a small handful can't go get an ID. Mm-hmm. Well, you see, here's Maybe the funny. ones that can't get the ID are just too stupid and strung out on fucking drugs not to go get IDs. <laughs> yeah. Look at the white people that are fucking strung out on drugs that don't have IDs. Yeah. You don't see us sitting there talking shit about them. Not we just call them white trash fucking hillbillies. <laughs> well, what's funny is they They're did, cousin fuckers. They, um... They did a poll, well, not a poll. They looked at the demographic of black people versus in IDs. Ninety-five percent of Georgians, have, black Georgians, have ID or a uh, driver's license. Ninety-five percent. So where are they getting their the Democrats? Where are they getting their stats that is discriminatory or it's? That's right. the thing. They're not <laughs> getting true stats. But what is it's this? the same thing about the gun violence? They're sitting there saying gun violence is a health crisis. It's a pandemic. It's an epidemic. Whatever you want to use fancy fucking word for. Yes, it is. But you're not taking the actual statistics that the FBI should be pushing in front of your fucking face on the teleprompter that 98% of the fucking homicides are from gang-related activities or violent crimes. I don't know what the statistics are. I'll take your word for it. But well, I do 98% might be way too high. I'm just saying. I was using that as a reference. Well, I know uh, more crime is... Might not be far off, though. Probably not. Is diverted by citizens with guns. The citizens that do carry, they prevent more crime than actually crime is committed. But I don't want to beat a dead horse of gun laws. But I'm... Um, okay... If you want to be a true American gun owner, 
you have to agree to some common sense gun laws. No, I agree to some. You don't want people sitting there having guns that don't need them. We see. It's like Obama said. But we who, can keep them. We can. If you red flag for something, say you you. And I'm, I tell people all this all the time. Whether you're talking on the phone or anything, whether it be Facebook Messenger, in or yeah. text messaging, trust me. There's these fucking programs and computers oh, out yeah. there that's red flagging certain keywords mm-hmm. that we all use. Oh yeah. And that's putting you on watch lists. Oh yeah. They have we secret see. watch lists that they put people on. And Obama even said, "We can stop a motherfucker from flying in an airplane because he was flagged as a potential terrorist." We see. But we can't stop somebody from buying a gun who might be a potential mass shooter. Well, here's the kicker. Like, the um, kid that shot up the school in Parkland, Florida. The Florida Parkland? Yeah. Whoever that kid Marjorie Stoneman. Alright, I don't like... School. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, He was flagged as a potential threat and should not have been able to get a gun. Well, here's the problem. He was still able to purchase legally a gun. Because the FBI did not update their list or whatever it is they didn't do, the government dropped the ball. So here's my thing about the gun laws that they're proposing. I think all formal law enforcement involved in that dropped the ball. Exactly. So Because it starts at the local level first, man. So I mean, my, my issue is we want to add more laws for the police, the FBI, the SBI, across the board have to follow... But yet, they're not able to keep up with the laws that are already on the books. You see, you get what I'm saying there? So, no, we're, also, we're also wanting uh, to defund the police. Which no, I calls, see what you're saying because, yeah, in essence, look, it comes down to this. The police are fucking damned if they do, damned if they don't in this very true. society. We, as a society, we as people and civilians we want the police to do their job and then if they're not doing their job to our standards we get pissed off and then now all these fucking innocent people getting murdered by cops no I still say that <laughs> lady cop with Minneapolis you cannot mistake a fucking taser for a gun so what does that tell you lack of training so instead but, you know, of how's it like a training when she was how how long was she on the fucking force again like dude it had to have been like a training what other explanation can I don't know a person not or mistake I don't know because honestly I don't know much about it I just know that she was told to grab her taser she well, mistakenly no, grabbed her pistol she was like taser 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 boom oh shit so here's here okay here's the thing okay we're we're constantly pointing the fingers at cops. Well, we're not, but um, cops Antifa, have a hard enough job to do BLM, etc. But what well, would they a, don't they don't what, matter. What could the perp Dante Wright, what could he have done differently and not end up dead? Well, from what I saw, he was jumping back in the car trying to take off. First of all, I tell anybody, it doesn't matter what your skin color is, if you're stopped by the cops, whether you feel like they're justified or not, the simple solution is just cooperate and comply. Right. So what does complying do in any time you're stopped from a police officer 
what does complying just comply with them now i understand people are like oh you know they're infringing on my rights blah 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 hold on let me finish i'm, I'm listening so okay when you look at today's climate with blm and defund the police what do we want dead cops when do we want them now you know, pigs in a blanket, fly, fry them like bacon. We're hearing these chants. We're seeing all these people doing the same fucking thing. Well, it's and like they're you fighting before. the cops. They're pushing back against the cops. They're doing all this shit. So now, especially in today's climate, the cops are already amped up. So when they come to your car, they're already on edge. They have a stressful job. So. <coughs> When you, when they, when a cop approaches you and you're all combative and pushing back and fighting against the cops, they're going for that gun quickly and in a hurry. Look now, how do you de-escalate the situation? Is comply with the cops. You'll have your day in court, but if you want to live to fight another day, just comply, chillax. Let Look, the I recommend for everybody to go invest it 20, 30, 40 bucks for a fucking dash camera. I agree. You know, there's a shortcut that I, I can't seem to find for Apple iPhones, but it's a shortcut that you can add into your phone. And if you get pulled over by the cops, you say, Siri, I'm getting pulled over by the police. And it starts recording your interaction. Even your cell phone can. Uh, can serve as a fucking dashboard camera. Yes. But just like that, though, your cell phone, it's like mine, is black. So a cop's walking up. He sees something in my hand. No, 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 no. He's already on edge. No, no. First of all, if you're holding your cell phone in your hand, you're just fucking schmuck in a moron. I'm just saying. For 10 bucks, you can go to Walmart and get a fucking cell phone holder that mounts to your windshield with a suction cup. Guess what? Sit there and position it to where it'll record the fucking interaction with you and the law enforcement officers. And I think people should do that. But, I mean, the cops, they have their camera. Your camera offers a different angle. So you get the cop's perspective and your perspective in case something bad does happen. And I'm all for recording any interactions with anybody because, number one, dash cams serve a purpose just for everyday driving. Because somebody pulls out in front of you and you rear end them. Who's normally at fault? You are. Yeah. You rear-ended. But now you got that dash cam footage. Your insurance company reviews that and says, wait, he pulled out in front of you. You tried to slam on brakes. You had no way to stop. Yeah. Now you're not at fault. Yeah. So now that driver is going to get charged for reckless endangerment. Exactly. And failing to yield or whatever the that- charges may be that caused an accident. So probably going to end up with four different fucking citations that he's going to have to pay and then he's going to have to answer to his insurance company because his insurance company is going to have to fucking pay out the ass for it so i mean it cameras are useful because it comes down to this whole simple point that cameras don't lie no, i agree you know my interaction where i got brutalized by a gpd officer back in may of 2019 I had more than just his body camera. I had the parking street or the parking deck surveillance camera. So 
Now, I don't know if I've ever told the story on the podcast, but basically, to sum it up, back in May of 2019, I just got back into Greensboro. I had nowhere to go. I had to sleep in a parking deck until I got back on my feet, blah, blah, blah. Cop come in, 6.15 a.m., says, guess what? You got to leave. All right. What does that mean? If I come in as an officer of the law and I tell you you have to leave, what does that mean? That's a lawful order, lawful. right? Yeah. So what did I do? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's how I answered. Got up, tried to pack my stuff up. What am I doing? Complying with a lawful command. So what happened was he wanted to take a seat on the little handrail thing or windowsill thing. And he wanted to ask me my name. I told him my first name. He said, well, what's your last name? I said, sir, I don't have to answer that. He said, yeah, you do. I said, no, I don't. You've asked me to leave. Therefore, you asking me questions is prohibiting me or preventing me from complying with your command, which can put me into further trouble. You asked me to leave. You did not ask me what my name was before you gave me a command to leave. I don't have to answer that at all because, number one, you've asked me to leave and I'm not being investigated. So he kept on, kept on, and when I went to reach behind me to grab my stuff, he saw I had a pocket knife out there. He decides he feels threatened and jumps off the window, grabs me by the arm, tries to take me down face down. So then he puts handcuffs on me talking about you're under arrest. I said, really, for what? I haven't done anything. You can't arrest me for not if I ain't broken any laws. Illegally takes my wallet, which is unlawful search and seizure. Goes down, runs my name, comes back, finds out I have no criminal record, no warrants, and gives me a little citation for second degree trespassing, which a week before my original court date got tossed out. He rewrote it up as a city ordinance violation. Finally, in January of last year, I go into court. DA finally calls my name, says, your case is dismissed. I said, thank you, and walked out. So it doesn't matter who you are. You can be brutalized by cops just because they're dickhead cops. And that cop, I have no respect for. Never will. I call him a piece of shit. But in the case, if you take it looking at the cop's perspective... You know, yeah, you're compliant, okay, but you're reaching for a knife. Well, Jacob Blake was reaching for a knife, even though, even though he was fighting the cops prior to this. You know, he started. He was reaching for a knife. So I mean, in a, you have to be willfully reaching for a knife. I was looking ahead, reaching behind me, just trying to grab all my stuff. I had a pair of earbuds, a pocket charger, and a pocket knife. I was reaching for all of it to stuff in my backpack, get up, and leave. A pocket knife is not illegal. Right. I know. What is it, a six-inch or seven-inch? doesn't matter. It was a legal pocket I'm just saying, I mean. And the whole thing was it was out like that because I was sleeping in a parking deck in downtown, and that was for my safety. Right. But what I was getting at, though, is legally, what is it, six inches? Anything longer Can't than six inches? Can't be anything more than six inches. Right. So, I mean, I was just saying, in general. But, let's move on. 
because, you know, we beat gun laws and all that shit. I want to get into something really fun now. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I just found this um, article today. But, you know, everybody's been talking about Maxine Waters and her bullshit, right? <laughs> so here's the latest that, that woman happened. gives me nightmares. <laughs> here's the latest Dude. that happened um, this past weekend. So listen to this. I am very hopeful and I hope uh, that we're going to get a verdict that is say guilty, guilty, guilty. And if we don't, we, got, we cannot go away. And not just manslaughter, right? I mean... Oh, no, not manslaughter. No, no, no. This is, this is guilty for murder. I don't know whether it's in the first degree, but as far as I'm concerned, it's first degree. It's coming from what happens if we do not go get what you just told? What should the people do? What should protesters on the street do? I didn't hear you. What happens? Which, what should protesters do? Well, we, we got to stay on the street, uh, and we've got to get more active. We've got to get more confrontational. We've got to make sure that they they know that we mean business. All right, all right, hold on. I, I, I got to say something about this. I first knew of all. you would jump on this one. <laughs> Did they not go after Trump for inciting the Capitol riots? <laughs> Is she not on fucking camera talking about? Unless we get the verdict we want, they're going to fucking riot. Okay. Exactly. That's what I heard. Or am I just hearing that for myself? Hey, inciting violence. So catch this. So this was an article today. Um, Let's see. It's from Yahoo News. So, Well, Yahoo News is a fucking joke. Well, either way. After final arguments in the Derek Chavez trial were delivered. <laughs> not Chavez. Damn. Fuck him. Chavez trial were delivered. Defense attorney Eric Nelson moved for a <clears throat> mistrial based in part because of statements made by Representative Maxine Waters, Democrat of California. In Minnesota on Saturday, Waters responded to reporters' questions about what protesters should do, saying, We've got to stay on the streets, and we've got to get more active. We've got to get more confrontational. We've got to make sure that they know that we mean business. So Chavez trial, Judge Peter Cahill, <laughs> Cahill said, those remarks could lead to a verdict being overturned on appeal, being ultimately denying the mistrial requests. Cahill slammed elected officials for talking about the case, especially in a manner that is disrespectful to the rule of law and to the judicial branch in our function. See, it's so, like I've always said, what's good for the goose is not always good for the gander. So that right there tells you... If Chavez or Chauvin, they're Derek Chauvin, are you happy now? Chauvin. Chauvin, whatever his fucking name is. It's a weird name. Fuck him. Anyways, if he is found guilty, it's a autumn, they could pretty much get a mistrial. They can appeal it. Yeah. Because of Maxine Waters. Not only that, so now let's say, but let's go down some the thing. They're still going to riot and protest and be violent because... It would be a mistrial, but they're not going to riot towards the person who caused it. Exactly. Elected officials are supposed to stay out of shit like that. Supposed to be neutral. You're sitting here standing with protesters fighting 
And this, and oh my you're God. from De- you're from California. You're Worry not even, about your own state. <laughs> you're not Jesus even from Minnesota. Christ. Oh my God, you fucking moron! I would so, live in Minnesota quicker than fucking California. <laughs> so of course we've already been seeing riots in Minnesota. We even saw some in Raleigh, North Carolina. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Anyways. And when I say you people, I'm talking about the people that are rioting. Whoever, if they're white, again, I want to know. Don't take my words out of context. Diane Feinstein, Nancy Pelosi, Gavin Newsom, and Maxine Waters. What are y'all doing to clean up your state? Not a goddamn thing. They ain't doing shit. You've got the most overpopulated prison system in all of the world. Well, not only that, but they're allowing homeless to shit on the damn streets. Dude, oh. you can fucking find all the needles you want through San Francisco. Oh, yeah, just look on the streets. You need a needle? Look at hey, It's right there, one, one right there by your foot. Hey, I need a needle for my vaccination. <laughs> you know, I thought it was the coolest thing, you know... I saw this video of um, Hunter Biden and one of his friends, and they were vac- they were giving each other vaccines. I thought it was neat. I thought it was very good. Oh, I do want to <laughs> give a shout-out to The Who. The Who? Yeah, the band? No. Oh, The Who. World Health Organization. Oh, okay. They did something that I actually think is very stand-up of them. Okay. They advised against making people have to show a vaccine passport. Good, good, good for them. But, you know, so, okay, so Derek Chauvin, Chauvin, whatever his name is, if he gets an acquittal, people are going to riot. We already know. If he gets found guilty, it's still going to be a riot. Yeah, there's no appeasing these people. Because the thing about it, and here's the problem with all this shit that's been going on, you know, of course the jury's seeing it, there's... I would find it hard to believe that they're not seeing all the shit that's going on, or have been seeing it for. Well, technically, a under sequester, now. you're not entitled to phone access, television access, no newspaper, no any kind of print media, no internet. No, you're basically stuck in a fucking hotel room with nothing. Wow. So, really, they're still living their life that they've been living for years, so they should be used to it. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. But no, I mean, so there's no win on this. If he gets acquittal, it's because America is systematically systematically racist. If he gets found guilty, then it's because he was a racist cop. You know, there's no win here. You know, from what I've seen so far, the prosecution does not have a good case. No, and his defense attorney brought that up in closing arguments. They did not present their case. Right, they did not. They presented a case that was... Biased. Uh, absolutely biased. Slanderous. But, but, I mean, okay, so... he Everything George Floyd said that day was a lie. He, Dude, he, he told according the to the body cam, he's sitting there saying he can't breathe while he's in the fucking car. Right. Before he was ever on the ground. But why was he on the ground? You know, He, he was being he, defiant. He was he, resisting. He fought the cops inside That's the That's what car. they do. When you are kicking at the cops, you're kicking at the... Watch any episode of Cops. Watch anything to do with cops when they have the hobble. Okay? If you're kicking the fucking window or the back door, they're going to hobble you and restrain you, which is a fucking little strap that they place around your ankles and tighten it. 
and they put the damn tail inside the door. That way you can't fucking move your feet. I didn't know that. It's called safe transporting. But you see, to me, in my opinion, if they would have forced him, shoved him in the car, and just slammed the door on him, he was maybe still alive? Maybe. Possibly. No. Here's here's what I have an issue with that. He kept saying he was claustrophobic. Uh Obviously, you weren't when you were in the driver's seat of a fucking vehicle. (laughs) I was about to get to that. And the car that he was in was smaller than the car that they were putting him in, which was another bullshit. And then, you know... He forced. He pretty much fights his way outside the police car. He falls on the ground. Dude, it took like five officers to get him out of the car to restrain him. Okay, look. Next thing you know, they're going to sit there and say the fucking chair is going to be bad. Well, they've been saying that. You know, that's the chair that they have in the jails. That oh, when okay. you act stupid and you can't comply... It's a fucking, like, a five-point or six-point restraint system that they strap you in fucking tie your hands down on the armchairs or on the armrests. So it's like They the strap you down chair. in a seat belt, strap your legs down on the fucking platform, and then put a mask over your fucking head, and they can actually strap your damn head to the back of it. So it's an electric chair without the electricity. Pretty much. Oh, I didn't know that either. It's a restraint chair. That's when you're sitting there kicking and screaming and hooping and hollering and acting your, the damn fool. Mind. They put you in the fucking restraint chair and they tie your ass down. You see, the there was um the prosecution brought a witness on that said, you know, they were asking him about if this hold was normal procedure. And he's like, Yeah, it's been used two over two hundred times since twenty sixteen. It's the maximum um, hold down that they have and it's normal procedure for them to do that. Over 200 times in 2016, or since 2016, sorry. So that tells me, okay, out of, let's say George Floyd is, 20, is number 201. So 200 other cases have been fine because they weren't ODing on fentanyl and had a 75% clot artery. I mean... All oh, that, that shit, and heart disease is what I heard, all too. All that shit plays into fa- to a count of what happened to George Floyd. Because why he actually no, no, died. No. See, the thing is, we want to put this motherfucker on a pedestal as a fucking sorry-ass drug user that's doing a criminal act. Again, I don't agree with holding the man at gunpoint like he was, but dude was acting kind of fucking sketchy. He wasn't being held at gunpoint. Yeah, he was. The initial officers that approached him when he was in the car. They not they tapped, They were using a flashlight and tapped on his window. No, 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 no. And once I, watched, he had, had I his, watched one of the damn camera footages and the guy had his fucking gun out. Okay, I'll have to rewatch it, but I'll take your word for it. Because that's when they were getting frustrated because some bitch wasn't acting cooperative. Right, and... But once George Floyd got his hands out to where they could see him, they put the guns away. I, I remember that much. Very well, that's fine. But I'm saying, here's the problem is, if a cop tells you to keep your hands where you can see them, trust and believe, I'm a civilian. If I see you put your hands in your pocket and you're acting some kind of way towards me and making me feel like my life is in danger and I put a gun on you and I tell you, take your fucking hands out of your pocket and you don't, if I light your ass up, I'm sorry. Well, let's let's look at something else. What was George Floyd doing 
um, prior to the incident with the cops. You know, so we know that he went to the store, he bought some cigarettes, used two $20, counterfeit $20 bills. The kid come out to Floyd's car and was like, look, dude, they're going to take this money out of my darn, my paycheck. Can, can you either give me the cigarettes back or give me some real money here? And George Floyd's like, oh, go fuck yourself, you know, basically. The kid went to him twice. And then the kid called the police. So what does that tell you about George Floyd? Wait a minute. Yes. Hold on. This kid I heard felt sorry for even calling the cops. Yeah, afterwards, after he's getting his life threatened, yeah. But he went to George Floyd twice. He gave him two chances to make it right. But George Floyd's like, nah, go fuck yourself. Now, why is that? So this is a guy that everybody's making a martyr of. If he had just either given given the cigarettes back or gave him actual money, he would maybe possibly. That's the point. He didn't have the money. And what that just like Dante Wright, if you just would have complied and not been a fuck stick your entire fucking life. Oh, we we could say that about Rayshard Brooks too. Yes, if you complied. Had he not fucking run. Or fault the cops. Chances are, like I've told or a lot of people, Jacob all Blake. he would have done was gone downtown to the drunk tape to Fulton County Detention Center and sobered up and would have been released with a summons to appear. Right. Exactly. That's usually what they do to drunks. In some cases, but... Well, I mean, if you're being a dick and you're blowing crazy amounts and you're driving <laughs> recklessly and acting stupid... Well, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you're automatically going downtown and yeah. getting charged. But I'm saying, the dude falls asleep in the drive through of the Wendy's parking lot. He was no real immediate danger to the public... Unless his foot come off the brake and... As far as driving. So when the cop somebody. asked him to move over to a parking space... And they're trying to explain to him, you are intoxicated. You are going to be charged with a DUI or DWI, whatever they call it in Georgia. Here it's DWI. See, I don't understand the difference between the two, but then again, I've not been in that situation. There's not much of a difference. It's whatever they wanted to go. Okay. One time it used to be DWI or DUI. Because... DWI used to be known as driving while intoxicated. But, okay, and just DUI like... DUI used to be known as driving under the influence. But just like Jacob Blake, same deal. If you hadn't fought the freaking cops... This, okay, you were saying something about Me Too movement, okay? His girlfriend had pressed charges against him like a month prior to this incident because he had come in and sexually assaulted her she pressed charges and had a, um, what's that thing called, uh, where you can't come within so many feet. Restraining order. Restraining order. Here it's called them. a 50B. Okay, 50B. That's what I was looking for. But anyways, so he comes back. He has sexually assaulted her earlier that day. She had called and made a complaint about it. Then he came back and took the, took the kids. So, of course, she called the police again. Police show up. He starts fighting with the police. So she actually filed the petition for the yes. restraining order. Yes. Was she approved for it? I, I'm sure, but no, I know. I know. The since, way it works here is. We well, see. I don't know, but um, I'm no, just I'm, saying. I'm trying to say. Um, since all the shit happened with Jacob Blake, 
and death threats and all that stuff, she dropped the charges because she's being th- her life is being threatened because people are being fucking assholes to her. It's like this dude raped her. Where's the and me too? And kidnapped her kids. Where's the me too? Stole her car, Grand Theft Auto. Stole her keys to her car. So where are? Where's the me too? Well, that, that's more or less unauthorized use of a motor vehicle. Okay. Either way, where's the me too movement? You know, black female. You know, you get what I'm saying now? Black female because it's just like sexually I keep telling people this shit is all selective on who they want to include. Right. Exactly. Me too. BLM. All this shit, they're selective. Mm-hmm. Exactly. When it's a Democrat, they, they're quiet. I mean, look at Joe Biden. You know, he had allegations against him. More, Dude, he was going around sniffing all the little girls he could. <laughs> more credible allegations against Joe Biden versus what was against Brett Kavanaugh when the Me, with the Me Too movement. But they were all over Brett Kavanaugh, but... Democrat happens. Oh, everybody's quiet. What? No, no, it's bullshit. But so that all being said, Maxine Waters probably just acquitted Derek Chauvin. But here's the thing. Back to my argument. If you comply, you'll have your day in court. Let that day be the day that you fight back and you win against the system. The cop wants to do the same thing you want to do, and that's to go home to his family at the end of the day. See, that's what people don't understand. They don't realize that part. Like, cops, they think they're just these... Assholes. No, they just think they're these emotionless, heartless robots. They're not human. But they are. They have a wife or a husband. They have kids. Their kids think they're heroes. Mm Mm-hmm. And you're spitting on these kids' dads. Yeah. And moms. Yeah. How can you live with yourself? That's like spitting on a fucking soldier. That and, yeah. Could... Yeah. And just like that, though. <sighs> I mean, I'm at a loss with it all because I don't think that every cop is a good cop. They're not. However, out of 900,000 cops in this country, what, 1% are bad cops? And a lot of the bad cops, the so-called, and I'm using air quotes, people, bad cops, you find a lot of those with the rookie officers, the ones who are just out of the academy, they're Mm -hmm. gung-ho, I'm going to be this badass cop, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. But... Listen to them talk. Listen to some of the veteran cops tell these rookies, dude, chill the fuck out. Are you going to get yourself killed or a lot of people killed? Absolutely. Veteran cops know which battles to pick and which ones are worth fighting. Mm -hmm. They're not going to sit there and damn, like my buddy who's GPD, the one I Mm -hmm. told you about, he's not going to sit there and keep writing you a ticket for a fucking malfunctioning headlight. Eventually. What he does is, yeah, he he gets a DWI stop. He charges you with everything he can because he's hoping that you'll plead to the bigger charges to get all the other small shit dropped. Mm-hmm. Either way, you're going to do some time. Well, again, fight your battle in court. I mean, I, I, 
I can't stress that enough. I mean, that's it's quite, what the courts it's are for. Quite, it's quite very simple. License and registration. Keep your hands where they can be seen. It's now. I say put your hands outside the window, both hands, so they both can be seen. Because not only is the police car's uh, camera recording you, but his body cam is recording you as well. If both hands are outside, open, with your license and registration already in hand, that makes his life so much easier. Now, my truck, I've got tinted windows in the back. If I get stopped at night, I roll down the windows and turn on the interior light. That way he can see nobody's in the back seat or somebody's in the back seat, but they everybody can he can see what what's going on in the car. People have to understand that the reason why like Woody or I will do this, see I I carry open carry in my vehicle. And I carry concealed. So I either have to put my pistol on my seat or on the dashboard, take the magazine out, unchamber the round, and lock it and put it on the dashboard where it's all seen and hold my hands out the window and I'll hold my keys out with it. See, I won't even finger. do that. I'm, but I'm saying but then again, that's I'm, where I'm, right. I would do it. But we see, the reason I'm, why we would do this is because we have weapons on our person. Now, they're not going to hassle us if we're sitting there cooperating. They see our weapon and they secure it and see that we're they're not illegal. They're not stolen weapons. They're not illegal. Right. This and that. You got your CCW permit on you, which by law you're supposed to have it. Carry it like a license. Exactly. And I would, if I had one, I would keep it right there where my registration and, and license that's is. that's where mine is. Right there with my ID. That way, when yeah. I'm dealing with a cop I can pull that shit out and bam it's right there and my hands are out the window he can see both of my hands and things go a hell of a lot easier and nine times out of ten when you've got everything you make it that much easier on the cop yeah it pisses you off that a cop pulls you over but why did he pull you over you were breaking the law whether it be committing an infraction because you don't want to call a moving violation breaking the law. Yes, technically it's laws. It's chapter 20 of the North Carolina General Statutes, mm-hmm. but they're listed under infractions rather than breaking the law. Right. But still, you're committing infractions. Exactly. Whether so, you're like speeding, I was saying, whether you have a busted tail light, busted headlight, whatever the case is that he's pulling you for. If you make his life easier, he's going to make your life easier. They're human. And it's that simple. You'll have your day in court. And so, like I was saying, the reason why Woody and I would have to sit there and go all these extra routes, like turning on the interior light, because there are so many reports of traffic stops that turn violent against the cops. Real quick, like... That's why, like, in High Point, when I got stopped... All right, this was a true story. I got... I had a couple drinks at the Tiki Cabaret that night. I've been there. And I went down to Walmart, grabbed a couple of my little seafood medleys that I always bought from there, and I made a left turn out of the parking lot on South Main Street. Well, a cop was coming down the road and almost hit me. So as I seen him make a U-turn, I went ahead and pulled over into the uh, parking lot of the pawn shop. Now, why why did I do that? 
Because you knew, knew he was, he was coming for exactly. your ass. <laughs> I've exactly. done that before, too. <laughs> exactly. I knew he was coming for me. So, so instead of him even hitting his blue lights, I pulled over. He comes up. Here comes a backup officer with the light shining in my rearview mirror. The reason why they do that is to disorient you so you can't be reaching for shit. Right. So, as he approached my window, he goes, do you know why I pulled you over? I said, yes, sir, I sure do. He said, well, why? I said, I pulled out in front of you, almost caused an accident. I said, I looked left, I looked right, failed to look left again, pulled out, seen you, dropped my head, and my butthole puckered. And I seen you come after me, I said, oh, shit, here we go. Pulled over. I said, I'm sorry, it won't happen again. You know what he did? He gave me a warning. Yeah. Just that easy. Back when I was working second shift, I was coming home one night, and it's like one in the morning. And it's coming up... um, whatever road that is, Mevin Street, and I'm speeding, you know, it's, but the lights started turning on me, and I'm like, oh, shit, yellow lights, so I'd kick it up a notch. Well, about that time, I saw this cop pull up right up to the damn intersection, so I skirt, <laughs> come to a grinding halt, his light turns green, he says there, I'm gonna just like, fuck, <laughs> so my light turns green, I take off, and I go ahead and pull over. You know, go ahead and pass them, and not even a block. I went ahead and pulled over, turned my interior lights on, all that good shit. Had my shit in hand, hands out the window. He pulls up. <laughs> you know why I pulled you? I said, yes, sir. He said, why is that? I said, well, if you had not been at that intersection at that particular moment, I would have ran that red light. <laughs> <laughs> And see, you probably made them laugh because if you can make a cop laugh in a traffic stop, and this is what we're talking about. It's not because we're white. No. Well, technically, I'm looking a little bit more orange nowadays. (laughs) You're Trump. (laughs) Yeah, I'm Trump's son, buddy. (laughs) Daddy, I'm coming for you. So, uh... It's not because we're white or Caucasian or honkies or crackers or anything like that. Uh, you're a cracker. Oh, and I'm, I don't want this to come out wrong, and I don't want it to come out as a race, a racist, ignorant statement. But man, you know the school we went to. Yeah, we intermixed with inner city populations. You know. I mean, we went, to, we went to Smith. Smith High School was 88% black. You deal with a different population than what you're used to growing up with. So, when you see how the kids that we hung out with back in school that came from Smith Homes and Hampton Homes and Ray Warren and the projects, that, yeah, they deal with police on a different level than what we did. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom always told me if I was disrespectful to a guy with a badge, she was going to knock my ass out in my front of My mom told me the same thing. She'd beat my ass. And she said, I dare that fucking cop to take my ass to jail. <laughs> you know, growing up, my, I was scared of jail. My mom used to tell me that if you ever go to jail, boy, trust and believe, you best not fucking call me. Because if you call me, I'm coming up to that jail in front of the jail officials and I'm going to beat your ass. <laughs> well, see, I would never do good in jail just because I got long hair. <laughs> so it's not going to be a good sight for me. But my mom told me the same shit. 
Now, oh, dude, they're gonna damn smack your ass, pull that hair, and <laughs> who's your daddy now? Who's oh, your daddy, oh, bitch? Oh god, <laughs> you got a pretty mouth. Oh god, you're gonna be like that Stephen guy that is now known as Stephanie from Lockup. Said he was straight. He had a wife and kids. He came to prison. He ain't straight. No he more. realized what he was. <laughs> the Tiger King got a hold of his ass. <laughs> he, his words were. Man, I'm glad prison showed me who I was. I love the dick now, boy. He puts makeup on and never all that shit. He's no, like, I'm not saying I've never had a ticket because yeah, I've had a ticket before. Hell, I had a ticket for my damn headlight being fucked up. But that night, I was kind of being of a being a dick to the cop. I was in a bad mood. You know, I just got off work. He pulled me over, and I was being kind of a smartass. Not a complete dick, but a smartass. But he gave me a ticket. Of course, I had to take my day in court. But if my headlight had not been fucked up, he would not have pulled me. Simple as that. <laughs> well, it's like when I got busted with a driving with license revoked one time. Lived in Liberty. Was on my way to Southside Johnny's. I wanted to see some titties and ass that night. And that's all new, by the way. <laughs> Used to be. I don't know what the fuck it is now. It looks like a bunch of fucking horrible riffraff up in that club. I haven't been there in because I thought years. for a long time it was shut down. But uh, anyways, so the headlight was busted, the assembly was busted, the lens was. So mm-hmm. I'd put a new light bulb in, and apparently water droplet hit it and blew it up. <laughs> so some point it happened during the trip and as soon as I got to College Road right there on West Market there was a state trooper in the left turn lane to turn left on the West Market Street going towards town made that right turn blue lights I said fuck (laughs) I knew he was coming after me I don't know why I knew I just knew so I went ahead and pulled over into the damn gas station parking lot he comes up he said you know why I pulled you over I said Honestly, sir, I really don't, but I knew you was coming after me, so I went ahead and pulled over. And what was fucked up is at the time you had to damn start the car with a fucking screwdriver. Oh, shit. So, yeah. So, it's a car that should not, probably should not be on the street. Pretty much. (laughs) But, uh, so, anyways, he's, he didn't, he eventually had me get out and get in his car and he wrote me a ticket for driving while license revoked because that's the that's a criminal charge. That's not a driving violation. That's an actual misdemeanor that at the time was up to four months in jail. So he didn't write me a ticket for the headlight and told me, look, I'm going to pull back here towards the dumpsters, do my paperwork. You got two choices. You can keep going where you're going and take a chance of getting pulled you can take your butt back home. I said, I'm going back home. <laughs> Even though it was closer to get to Southside Johnny's and go home. But fuck it, I went home. <laughs> so I was like, uh, the point of the story is you have to know how to deal with law enforcement. They're they, people. Just They work 12-hour shifts. They're tired. They're, they're, they deal with a lot of assholes. And like in the case of my buddy at GPD... He works in D2. And D2 in Greensboro is a fucking shithole between all three zones. Mm-hmm. 
it's East Market Zone 210, East Market Zone 220, which is my area where I lived off MLK, and then 230, which is South M. Eugene Street and Randleman Road. So, you can imagine the shit he has to fucking deal with on a daily basis. Well, the bottom line is simple. If you have a warrant for your arrest, make sure your registration's up. Make sure all your lights work. Don't give a cop a reason to pull your dumbass. Dude, I And remember. then once they pull your dumbass, don't fight with the freaking cops and you'll live another day. It's that fucking simple. Look, I'm going to tell you right now. I was I, This is back when I got me a gym membership at Gold's Gym. And I was staying in High Point, sleeping in my car. The one at the Palladium was closed. And I was told that the one that was on Battleground at the time, which is now Strive or whatever the fuck it is, up there where Wendy's is and okay. Brassfield area. Yeah. Well. That's not Planet <clears throat> Fitness? No. Planet okay. Fitness is Westridge. You see, it was Rush, right? Didn't it go to Rush? No, Rush was on where the Bilo was on South, I mean, right on the road. It don't matter. Anyway. Yeah, anyways. So, up there at Battleground Plaza, just down the road from the Walmart on Battleground, right there at Brassfield Shopping Center, was another Gold's Gym that was supposed to have been 24 hours. So, I went up there, come to find out it wasn't 24 hours. So, I went all the way back to High Point and seen a cop sitting right there at the Centennial Lexington light going the opposite direction I was going, basically northbound on Centennial. And I was going southbound to go back to the back parking lot of the homeless shelter there where I was sleeping in my car. Well, he sits there at the green light. I go through. He turns around and follows me. And I pull in. And I know he's running my plate. But he come back into the parking lot. Called me out of the car. He said, you know you got a warrant for your arrest. Right? I said, no. He said, it's too late right now. I don't feel like doing the paperwork. I'm just get take care. I ain't gonna take you to jail. I was like, shit. That's because you're white. <laughs> See, that's what I get pissed off with. It's not about being white. Although I do want to get that white privilege card from the Hodge twins. I don't know. It sounds like you got fucking white privilege. <laughs> but anyway, have you heard? Um, did you? Read or hear the uh, speech Brianna Taylor's mom gave the other day? No. BLM's a fraud. They've got no money, no nothing from BLM. No support from BLM. Wait, don't they use Brianna Taylor? Yes, say her name. Well, um, I think as her parent, I would be hitting them motherfuckers with a lawsuit saying you can't use my daughter's likeness well, or her image or her name. According to the mom, she don't need the money, but that's not the point. The it's point not the is point. You're using they this- have raised a shit ton of money based off of her daughter's name. So then some of that should go to the parents. Yeah, I agree. But here's a kicker. So you heard about the, the founder, right? Yeah, what is this I hear about her buying a fucking multi-million dollar no, home? Yeah, she's bought four multi-million dollar homes. In a white neighborhood. Uh, yeah, predominantly white neighborhood. Wait, yeah. what? Yeah. I thought they don't like white people. Well, you know, she wants... Does she feel safer with white people neighborhood? I don't know the situation, but I do Look, find Look, I'm going to say it like this. 
you're damn right she feels safer in the white, rich neighborhood. You know why? Because half of them are gated communities. Guess what? I wouldn't feel safe being in a very bad area. Like, I didn't really feel too terribly safe living on Broad Avenue where I watch drive-bys every fucking night from my back porch. Well... She was a um, trained Marxist. Says she's a trained Marxist. Isn't that the kind of the opposite of what the BLM was about? You know, destroy the nuclear family. Uh, the community should support each other and raise their kids. This, that, and the other. You know, I'm glad you brought that up because Marx was the founding father of communism mm-hmm. and actually was a big, whether he was founder or not, of the socialist movement. He was a big supporter of the socialist. Mm-hmm. So I want to, <clears throat> I want everybody to listen to this podcast and what I say. Well, if they're still listening, they're listening. Well, I won't. <laughs> and Woody's getting drunk, y'all. He's already on his tenth beer. I'm on a couple. <laughs> I see three empty beer bottles in front of me. He's no. on his fourth one. Yeah, that sounds. And good. he's drinking it like water. And he has not offered me one yet, so that's really This is my up. last one. You want the See, rest of it? It's half gone. Asshole. It's only half full. Fucking bastard. Sorry. I got a wine cooler in there. That's my wife's. Anyways. <laughs> anyways. So, up, oh, up. Oh, active event protest. 2,035 people listening to Minneapolis-St. Paul Police Dispatch. Protest. Hell yeah. Anyways. Is that a protest or a riot? Being this it late, says it's protest. Gonna, yeah, it's going to be a riot. It doesn't have the selection for a riot. At this late, at this hour, it's a riot. Dude, it's 919 over there. All right. It's a riot. Anyways, getting back to what I was saying is I want everybody to understand what this socialist propaganda bullshit is. What is the one reference that these Democrats label Trump as? Uh, fascist. Racist. A dictator. A historical figure. That was oh, Hitler. Hitler. There you go. There you go. Let me educate everybody on what Hitler was. Hitler was a democratic socialist. Hey, isn't that what Bar- Bernie Sanders runs on? Huh. And he's a Jew. That's interesting. Well, so was Adolf Hitler's grandma, wasn't she? Wasn't she a Jew? But anyways, the point is, he was a democratic socialist. He gave people free health care, free education, free everything. Damn, that sounds familiar. Took away guns from their citizens, and all the while, what was he doing? He was burning history books, this and that. Where have I heard this from? It's what we're going through now. Fucking 80-something years later. But Trump didn't start that. He's the Hitler. I'm so confused. Exactly. <laughs> They're, it's called mirror psychology, dude. Freudian psychology. It's... Let me put it to the simplest understanding. If I'm cheating... Say I'm in a relationship with somebody. And I'm doing all the cheating, but I keep blaming my partner for cheating. It's called the guilty dog barks first. Mm. Wait. Isn't that... Democrats have been doing that? You know, colluding with Russia. 
Look, Democrats have been for slavery for two hundred years. Yeah, but hold on, hold and on. they're I'm still about the more recent stuff. But like, where I'm going with it is they're still in slavery. They're yeah. still pushing slavery, vaccines, lockdowns, this, that, this, that. You're all going to be slaves to the Democrats. That's what they've wanted. That's what Lyndon Johnson was all about when he passed JFK's Civil Rights Act. Could that be why they're going after the guns? Yep. Huh. That's interesting. Anyway, sorry. Hitler did it. Mm-hmm. How do you mass control a population? Well, fear-mongering, that helps. We've noticed that the past year. Yeah, but the legal gun owners, you're not going to fear us. Because what you're doing is putting us ready for combat. Yeah, we saw that at the Capitol riots. But, you know, the Capitol riots, nobody had a gun. So when they were going through the um, Congress and um, going through all the evidence, there was no evidence that any one of them had a gun. Anybody that was rioting at the Capitol building. Now, what does that tell you? They did that without guns. Imagine what that right would have been if they had guns. See, the government, that's why they're wanting to take away the guns because they know they can't do anything until you disarm America. Look, that is why we we don't get invaded by foreign countries. They're not scared of our military. Even country, other countries know what the fucking Second Amendment means. It means it is our due right under the Constitution to set up as a militia. It doesn't have to be a paid militia. It is our duty as U.S. citizens to defend our land. Mm -hmm. That is why we have the Second Amendment. It was set up because at the time we were invaded by a foreign country. Technically, we were still under British rule, but they came to our land and tried to force us into their laws, into their ways. That's where protesting started. The Boston Tea Party, Mm -hmm. that was one of the first protests. Okay? They come over here, known as the Redcoats, trying to take over and put us under, or keep us under the king's rule. We said no. Go fuck yourself. That's why we fought the Revolutionary War. That's why we ended up fighting the War of 1812. Was because they tried the same shit again. And we beat their asses again. Mm -hmm. We're not even a country during the Revolutionary War. We're colonials. We're colonists. Farmers. We're just farmers and lawyers. forks. (laughs) And we beat a whole fucking country. The strongest army. Even one of the the worst generals of the Revolutionary Army, Nathaniel Green, won his only battle at Guilford Courthouse. (laughs) What the hell? So, I mean, it comes down to it is our right. That is what your right as an American citizen is. People, please, for the love of God, educate yourself. Amen to that. Because you can't sit there and rely on politicians or the media or schools to teach you how to be an American. You have a right to freedom of speech. As long as it's not offending or hurting others. Well, you can't... Uh, no, libel and slander <laughs> is not protected free speech. <laughs> no, I get that. But you said, 
long as it's not offending others. Well, I can say the sun will rise tomorrow. That's going to offend somebody. But see, that's the thing. <laughs> They're letting that shit be construed every damn which way. Using obscene language should never be protected. First Amendment, first or free speech. Actually, it was a judge here recently. No, it was a sheriff of Alamance County said that um, cursing is not. It's not a uh, what was it? He said, uh, "Fuck." I just saw it today too. Fuck. What was it he said? You can't arrest somebody for cussing. Basically, just. It wasn't those words, but that's basically what it was saying. Actually, you can if it's the law. He was just saying, this the sheriff of Alamance County was saying that it's protected under the First Amendment. If somebody cusses, oh well, you know, get over yourself. Which I thought was tremendous. Which, I mean, that is protected free speech. Right. What I'm saying is you can't go around calling a black person the N-word. You can't go around using, using racial slurs. You could, but the consequences... You're going to. You should learn. My point from. is, if you're using something in a hateful okay. manner and using speech to incite violence, it's not protected free I got speech. You. Okay. So if you, I call, look, your rights under the Constitution do not protect you from breaking the fucking laws. Right. I hate to tell you that it don't. Right. There I are was, reasons why we have laws. The laws cannot violate your constitutional rights. But the Constitution cannot protect you when you violate a law. Or violate the Constitution. So, like with peaceful assemble, that basically says you have the right to stand out in public square. Now, I don't agree that you have to... Peacefully. Now, I don't agree that you have to have a fucking permit granted to you because... I don't agree with that either, but... That's not part of the Constitution. If I want to assemble out in front of City Hall and say, look, I don't agree with what y'all are doing... I have that right. Well, you see, but there's, if you're, there's a difference If you're between... vandalizing shit and tearing windows up and damaging businesses and shit like that and rioting and throwing Molotov cocktails and bricks at police officers and well, hurting see, people, you're not protected. If you, by yourself, goes to the town square and you hold up a flag, you know, Second Amendment, woohoo, you know, whatever, you're protesting for the Second Amendment, you're by yourself, then they came to touch you because you're peacefully protesting. Where you have to get the permit is when you're putting on a rally for a protest when there's going to be thousands of people or even hundreds of people. That's when you have to get your permit. But if you just... Hey, you know, I don't like this law. I'm just going to go up there tomorrow Well, see, now the reason... Why I can understand that part is because if you got a thousand people showing up to a rally, well, and shit gets out of hand, you have to have law enforcement there to right. serve as security. And if shit gets out of hand, somebody has to be held, held responsible. responsible. Exactly. So that's whoever why. the organizer is, you your name is on that fucking permit, exactly. and that's why they do that. And I'm 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 for that. I'm for that. Just like I'm for the common sense gun laws. If somebody is a dangerous threats of society. No, I don't want them owning the gun. The but I also is, believe is that if you are a felon and you served your time and you're no longer a threat to society for any reason, I think you should be able to own a fucking gun. You should have all your rights back. You've got a I don't give I a fuck you if you were committed murder. I don't care if you damn 
robbed a bank. See, I don't care. If you did your time, you paid your debts to society. Now, if you're repeat in and out this and yeah. that, then no. But, you see, that's the thing. You've got to prove yourself worthy of But in this society, it's hard to society. prove as a felon. Right. That's why you have parole. You know, if no you, parole is just if you get out before your full sentence, you're on parole till the okay, end of your see, sentence. I don't know all that shit. Once you, <laughs> once you, if you were in there for 15 years and you pull 15 years, you come out, you're done. But don't they give you like a year parole? See, to me, you should have a year parole. That way, they can see that you are actually. But that reformed. hurts even worse because you're coming out with a felon. Nobody wants to give you an opportunity. Right. It's like if I run a tow truck company, I I have to run a background check on people, and I'm going to pay an outrageous insurance rate because I hired a felon. Mm-hmm. Why do I want to keep paying higher insurance rates? I'm just going to not hire you. Don't now. I don't know. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Don't they give incentives to companies that you have to apply for those incentives, okay. and that only works for big ass corporations like Dollar General, Walmart. Okay, okay, okay. Like I said, I They I get sure. like you could pay somebody ten grand, they'll get like almost ten grand worth of fucking tax incentives. Okay. All it is is tax breaks. Yeah. But still, I mean, everybody wants a tax break, even the little man. Um, but I'm gonna move on now. I saw this article today I thought it was very interesting. You know, for a guy with a job and a podcast once a week. You sure see a lot of fucking articles. Man, I've done a lot of reading here today. Anyways. Damn, I bet your brain is overloaded. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, it is. I mean, I skimmed through a bunch of shit, and I was like, okay, this is interesting. Oh, this is interesting. No, this ain't. This is bullshit. Oh, Lord have mercy. But no, you'll get... Our wonderful host, people. And I'm getting my glasses on so I can read. Because you can't see shit. I'm getting to that point. So scientists warn of a new disinfectant-resistant superbug that can cause serious stomach infections. Currently, there's no defense against the dangerous neurovirus clusters. They can survive UV light, which is used to kill germs and water treatment plants. But, here's the kicker, there's no outbreak yet. <laughs> so they post this article. There's no outbreak, but there's a superbug out there. Let me guess, CDC. I forget where I got that article from. <laughs> you know, you're supposed to cite your sources. I should have, but I, I was just. I'm gonna have to give you. I was ex- actually, I was expecting you to be on time, so I was rushing through it. How about that? I told you I was gonna be late. Yeah, but that was after I'd done none that. I didn't go back and look at it. Sometimes I just want to smack you in the head with a damn brick. Yeah, that's the intro, you know. That was why I put that in there on the intro. So I might need to consult a priest, maybe. (laughs) You might, especially everybody listening. But no, I thought that was interesting. So you remember I was talking about earlier. That's no different from when I seen that there was a new strain of salmonella that the CDC warned of, but then that was it. (laughs) Yeah. I tell you, dude, this is not just a facility. This is a very fucking fortified facility. What you see above ground, there's more to that place than meets the eye. You're talking about the one in Georgia. Atlanta. Yeah, Georgia. The headquarters. Yeah. Dude, there's like, I'm talking about makes Area 51 look like a fucking resort. A small (laughs) little camp. You think they got aliens down their bunkers? 
they're studying they they're studying the viruses that the aliens were bringing in with them oh wouldn't surprise me you know i did see an article today earlier about how much influence fauci has over the wuhan lab where that they're doing all these tests on different viruses, which I thought was interesting. Does that not make people want to think? Huh? Well, you fuck? see, do you remember back in like 2009 that Obama was trying to? Oh no, dude, that's a long fucking time. Ago. <laughs> <laughs> I barely remember what I did yesterday. Yeah, well, remember I'm 40 years old. I'm old. You are old. I'm about to be 41. But Obama was trying to. Um, he actually he didn't try. He actually succeeded in cutting the funding to Wuhan. So Fauci was drumming up, right, trying to raise money for the Wuhan labs and other CDC labs and shit. Dude, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. This is a man-made virus. Oh, I agree. I agree. It's a derivative of SARS and coronavirus. So you're going to tell me that you didn't mix SARS, coronavirus, and fucking the flu together and create some kind but of COVID Do you virus. know why they did that? Why they do that? They want to test. So, they can, uh, war- so they can create a vaccine before the virus ever comes out. And see, that's another thing. How do you not know everything there is to know about this virus, but all of a sudden, you've damn rolled out these vaccines. <laughs> hey, not good oh, enough. and then Johnson & Johnson, well, it started killing people. <laughs> and now Biden says that he expects the ban to be lifted here soon. Well, here's the kicker Ugh. with that. Now, Johnson & Johnson only killed like 10 people. It was a very small number, and that was due to blood clots. Pfizer has 11 mi- or 11 million, 1,100 people that have died from the Pfizer vaccine and the Moderna vaccine combined. I ain't heard that. Yeah, exactly. Why is that? See, you want to know the problem with American society is big pharmaceutical companies. You want to know why you can't smoke weed like a cigarette out in public? Thank you, big pharmaceutical companies. (laughs) It's like I keep saying, you got high blood pressure. Here's your pill for that. I need you to take X amount of milligrams per day. Oh, wait, you come back to me because you got anal discharge, anal leakage. Oh, well, here's a pill for that. Now you're sitting there bleeding from your eyeballs. Oh, here's a pill for that. Now all those have stopped, but now guess what? Now your fucking teeth are falling out. Oh, well, here you go. Here's a pill for that. Oh, now your fingers are falling off. There's a, Until now, you're sitting there with a big-ass pill caddy, one of them $100 pill caddies that's got like 5 million pills in it per day. All right, I've got a kicker for you. I'm talking about the Rona. All right. So I read today, now this article came out April 18th. This is News Medical Life Sciences. They got 10 ways or 10 reasons why they believe that the coronavirus is actually airborne. Can we take a pause break real quick? Oh, we only got like 10 minutes left. Oh, God, are you? You got a piss? Yeah. All right, we'll pause. No, just go ahead. We'll finish Okay. Up. So, firstly, super spreading events have been shown to account for substantial. I'm trying to get find where. Yeah, here it is. Okay. Damn it! I just. Shit! I'm sorry, guys. 
Yeah, we got ten minutes left of the podcast. Five okay. minutes to go. We need to go ahead and wind it down. Sorry. And he's sitting here. Firstly, super spreading up. events have been shown to account for a substantial proportion of transmission. It may indeed be the main drivers of the virus's spread. Studies of people's behaviors and interactions in cruise ships, care homes, and other settings have shown patterns consistent with airborne spread of the SARS-CoV-2, which COVID-19. Secondly, long-range transmissions have been documented among people in separate rooms of quarantine hotels who have not been in each other's presence. Thirdly, analysis has shown the transmission among asymptomatic individuals who are not coughing or sneezing is likely to account for at least one-third of transmission globally. Speaking has also been shown to generate thousands of aerosol particles in few large droplets. Fourth, transmissions have been shown to occur at higher rates indoors than outdoors and is substantially reduced by indoor ventilation. You remember all the talk about UV lights in your... your Well, if it's more susceptible to being transmitted indoors and outdoors why are people walking around outdoors with a mask on <laughs> or why are you driving in your car by yourself with a fucking mask on <laughs> no two masks on or i've seen even worse the face shield <laughs> so fifth <laughs> fuck so no social meal infections have occurred in healthcare settings where the precautions and personal protective equipment used have been designed to protect against droplets but not aerosol exposure. The remaining reasons the researchers refer to include the viable SARS-CoV-2 has been detected in the air and within building ducts in hospitals where COVID-19 patients are present. Infected caged animals have also been shown to transmit the virus to separately caged uninfected animals. Furthermore, no study has yet provided solid or consistent evidence to refute the possibility of airborne transmissions and the evidence to support other dominant routes of transmission is limited as the team. Now, this team of researchers, let me find it real quick, um, is University of Colorado, University of California, University of North Carolina, and the University of Toronto. They've challenged a statement made by Carl Henningen, and Col- I can't hang on and colleagues in a F1000 research review article published in March of this year 2021 now this article came out yesterday and this is the newsmedical.net and the headline is overwhelming evidence SARS-CoV-2 is airborne so that's my source well, if it's anything like the flu virus, it's airborne as well. What happened to the flu virus? We had yeah, no, I, damn. But wait, it went miraculously mask. disappeared. Look so, how quick the flu finally faded out. So here's my kicker with that. So mask work, correct? Mask work. Yes, That's what or they not? say. Okay, so I wear one all the time. We have no flu, so the masks do work. But yet, why were the upticks in the Rona? so much higher 
but masks work. So obviously the masks don't work for the coronavirus, only for the few. The flu. Flu, not few. Right? Look, I keep saying that the a lot of the symptoms with coronavirus mimic the flu. How are we not just ruling a lot of flu cases as coronavirus? I think that's what's happened is instead of us saying that, you know, okay, this is the flu, oh, no, it's corona. That's why the numbers are so high. Well, it's like we've heard many a times if you come in and die, as long as you test positive for COVID, you died of COVID. Yeah. You could come in with a fucking gunshot wound to the head. Well, clearly a fucking suicide by shotgun where you have no head left. <laughs> but you test a positive for COVID. So you died. I don't know how you swabbed the nasal passage because there is no head. I don't, <laughs> but you died of COVID. I don't remember if you were on the podcast or who it was, but we were discussing the motorcycle accident that happened in Florida where the motorcyclist died, tested positive for the Rona, and boom, he died from the Rona. But see, you don't even have to test positive as long as they say you test positive, boom. Did you hear the latest, though? Now you can go back and if the your dead spouse had or family member tested positive that you could have the coroners change the death certificate of that you died from the corona and now you'll get like I forget how how much money from it. You know that would they're working on that. I'm surprised that wouldn't be a damn uptick in suicides right there if you battling damn mental illness and you blow your head off as long as you test positive for COVID. Now it's not a suicide, so your family gets the insurance money. Like Trump said, the cure cannot be worse than the problem. We've had an uptick in suicide. We've had an uptick in mental illness. We've had an uptick in all these other problems. Domestic violence. Domestic violence. All these other problems. Because at some point, dealing with a spouse, you just want to kill each other. If you're stuck in a home for ever, for an entire year, with your spouse, you're going to want to kill them. Oh, God, you want to kill them. (laughs) My kids are back in school full-time, by the way. I'm just saying, thank God. (laughs) See, Woody was about to snap and kill his family. Yes. (laughs) Don't say that because I have my CC, my my concealed carry permit. And then he was going to be the next one to turn the gun on himself. (laughs) But anyways, on that note, we're going to end this podcast. If you're still listening, I appreciate it. Michael, thanks for coming back out tonight. Even though you're fucking late, that's okay. Shut up. We still had a damn good podcast, (laughs) and we're not going on until fucking 3 o'clock in the morning. I enjoyed the conversation. Thanks for listening. Um, Do us all a favor. Click that like and subscribe button out the bottom. Leave us a comment. Tell us how good I are. Tell how bad Michael is. (laughs) No, you can't for another 23 days. I'm still in Facebook jail. (laughs) But you can still comment. Anyways, like and subscribe. Um, Tell all your friends. Just tell them the Google Sweating Bullets podcast and they'll find us. We're that fucking easy. We're on everything apparently. Well, he's that easy. I'm very easy and I'm cheap. You got four beers in him. Now he's ready to (laughs) 
be a hooker. <laughs> I've been a hooker. What do you mean? Anyways, check out um, QPC's podcasting network where you can get all the wonderful podcasts, original content, somewhat, anyways. Um, also, you can check out QPC's Kick-Ass Podcast. And, of course, the number one, the fastest-growing podcast, Inside Network, Sweating Bullets Podcast. Um, we love y'all. Who am I forgetting? What, I know I'm forgetting something. Battle Grip Customs. Uh, Battle Grip Customs. Check them out. Get that. I would pull my sponsorship if I was him. <laughs> well, being that I don't get paid for it, so he'll, Chris, I have to deal, deal with it. Anyways, check out Chris on Instagram. Um, Battle Grip paid, Customs. They might offer a discount to your listeners. They don't offer me a discount, so fuck them. Well, you're not special <laughs> like your listeners. Your listeners are special because... They're listening to you. But let them know that Woody sent you. Anyways, I'm going to leave you with a song, Holy Diver by Killswitch Engaged. Goodbye. I love that song. Maybe. I might play it. <laughs>